from the creators of Relevant Magazine. It's the Relevant Podcast. Y'all know the name. I'm the rap game villain Shad K. Backstage in the back cave, chilling, bumping bad brains with a bad name, willing in a fast lane, rug rat. So these cats can't kill him. Kids talk about, I just need a cosign, one break. All I need is a drum break and one take. I'm unsafe. Y'all saw this Sunday brunch dates with Bunky. Got crowds jumping like I just started a pump fake. Man, this is just one eight. Just a morsel. I got more flows. Y'all just morsels. Even more so. This is Morse code from the North Pole to warm folks. The storm crows coming through the war zone. Lord knows I was born dope. Going back like cornrows. I amaze like cornrows. Pure jokes till I can rage like hormones. I'm an oracle. I'm next level. Warm zone. The Forbes shows. It's the week of January 2nd, 2015. Holy moly. And this is a relevant podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Strang, and this week's show is brought to you by Harry's, a company focused on providing guys an exceptional shave for a fraction of the price. Uh, Harry's starter shave set starts at just 15 bucks, and that includes the razor, three blades, and your choice of Harry's shave cream or their new foaming shave gel. I'm a fan of that stuff. What does that mean? It, it's like, you know, that stuff oh, I versus you know, just, just like, by the, the sound. Yeah, you know. <laughs> That's uh, shipping is free. I have like a square inch on my face that I shave, and I just go for it with a straight razor because it's like, what do I need shave gel for? For that, I think mean, keep going. You got a thing to do. One here. of the things I love about Harry's, aside from their quality and their price point, is like that thing when you like, oh, it's low price, and then you go to like uh, buy it, and you have to pay right for shipping. No, I know. No shipping. It's no. free shipping with Harry's. Uh, Satisfaction is guaranteed. All you have to do is go to Harry's.com. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S.com. And uh, you will get $5 off your first order if you type in the offer code RELEVANT5. So 5 bucks off. So it's only 10 bucks to get all this stuff. That's harrys.com. Enter coupon code RELEVANT5. Okay, so like I said, I'm Cameron Strang, and this is special. Here with me in our brand new Orlando studios is the entire cast. Yeah. Wow. All right, I'm going to go around the circle. Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. Eddie Coffles. Cameron, good to see you, man. Sean Aniquist. Good morning. Joy Egridge. Present. <laughs> Chad Michael Snavely. Hello, friends. And Tyler Huckabee. Hey, guys. All of us are sitting around a massive wood table. And prepare for craziness. Here we go. It feels like an so Arthurian weird. legend, sort of like all the knights are here. Like, I feel like I should have brought some sort of it's magical, like the, the, UN. Like the like evil s- wizards. It, it, yeah. it really does. I really do feel like some sort of diplomat. Right <laughs> Is that where you're standing? I am. Yeah. Me and Cameron are standing, lurching over well, well, no, I mean, This is a bar height table, so it's not yeah. like a regular table. We're just lording over yeah. it. We're Kind of are, though. It, kind of it are. looks very regal back here, too. It feels sort of like we're in some sort of important... We should be talking about way more important things than we're going to talk about today. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, that, that's absolutely true, no matter what the room looks like. <laughs> <laughs> like there's, no, there's no good setting to have the conversations that we have. There's no respectable setting what that can redeem... A, what would be an appropriate setting the, for the, like the ball podcast? Pit. A ball pit. I was going to say, <laughs> I was gonna say a, se- a second grade recess. Right. <laughs> Top of yeah. the monkey bars with your legs hanging through. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now we're gonna have to be like real adults in here. No. So how about that stock thing that we're interested yeah. in? Oh. So for a while, stock thing. Oh. oh, the wife, you know, she's. <laughs> so we're recording this, uh, even though it's a January second episode. We're recording this the week of our Christmas party. Everybody's oh my gosh. in town. And then next week on the 9th, we're going to kick off kind of the new season of the podcast from the studio uh, with video stuff. So Mm -hmm. uh, listeners can 
you know, look forward to that. That means you'll be able to see parts of, was it like parts of the podcast? That's the be? plan. Okay. Yeah, we're going to, I mean, this is like a full video setup. We're going to have the big monitors, the whole thing. Everything works. And the idea is that we're going to try and like find excerpts from the show to put on our YouTube channel. We're going to try and find content that actually is okay <laughs> yeah. to put out on YouTube. We're thinking, yeah. you know, what? we were thinking like ball pit. seven to right. ten yeah. minutes at a time. Nope, probably two to three, maybe one to two minute <laughs> yeah. little segments. Yeah. Kind of feels like can. Jesse and I might be losing our place here on the show. Like, you're going to want to replace us with like, you know, some real broadcasters. Yeah, I was people gonna say, that know what they're doing. A lot of what we, a lot of what we talk about, I don't even feel like is appropriate for YouTube. No. I, there's a lot of weird videos on YouTube. Yeah. Trust me on that one. You have gotten and I be- still think we're gonna be walking a, a fine line. All right, you've gotten like deep into YouTube. Yeah, and you know. I've, I've gone to the, the, end. The, the dark corners. Yeah. And, uh, a lot of kittens. I don't know if they're ready for us. Yeah, so. bitcoins and all that stuff. So, so. so last night uh, we had all you guys flew in yesterday, and we had dinner at my house. Just the podcast crew some spouses and this was the first time all of you were in the same room together right yeah okay first impressions okay I don't know uh, what <laughs> <laughs> I slept on it and I'm still yeah. well there's I tried always journaling about it this morning <laughs> I... well the physical thing is always weird because everybody wait whoa 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 I just mean like everybody <laughs> wait wait wait, wait. Time, time out time out real quick I just want to preface for everyone it was a normal dinner party <laughs> we do not know what happened with Eddie or what he's referring there to there was no weird yeah. physical yeah. I was not present I for any weird fi- I don't know what dinner you're because I'm ready to get the party started and then it's just a different vibe than yeah, I expected I guess my expectation was ever, I was expecting just to sit down and have a nice uh, dinner Eddie got weirdly physical with me <laughs> Almost, almost immediately. All I'll say is Eddie showed up and was clearly expecting a different kind of party <laughs> right. than we were all expecting. Just a top hat and a monocle. But I was ready to it. go. I was ready to go. I went right there. I was ready to party. And as everybody would expect, within five minutes, Eddie is talking about Jesse's height. I yeah. almost got them to, to go this, back to back. This is what I'm talking about, is that everybody's taller and shorter than I expected. Oh, really? You know? <laughs> <Simultaneous>. Other people... <laughs> I'm not going to go person by person. Eddie, real quick, who's shorter <laughs> than you are? <laughs> I would uh, like Joy. You to go. Well, we know that you Joy could have... I thought you were much you taller. You could have been I didn't taller. think you were like six one, but I thought you were you were shorter than I than see, was supposed because to you be. Could see because you could see what I was supposed to be if I didn't have the scoliosis. Oh, boy. We got deep into oh, scoliosis. Yeah, we're already there. Yeah. 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 Five, five ten at a minimum, my Do you have a jingle for scoliosis talk? We can roll real quick. Twisted spine. (laughs) Twisted spine. Haven't even gotten to slices yet. We're talking about scolium. (laughs) Lots of ridicule from the kids. Who else here feels held back by a childhood disease of some kind? (laughs) (laughs) We just go around and jump right in. (laughs) (laughs) I had had asthma for a while. Boy. Uh, Anybody else have ASMR? I talked about that in the car. Yeah, we had a nice conversation. Maybe we need to... Okay, what we learned in the car is that Joy says I have this thing and we go oh wow she goes yeah I was talking to a friend about it they were telling me about it and I went yeah I have that then no. so she self diagnoses because of conversations with her friend truly trust me you you if if you've had it your whole life and then someone's talking about it you finally feel like you're not alone cuz she was it? describing it and then she says but no 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 I know what you're thinking it's not sexual <laughs> and every single one of us is like no like god nobody almighty. thought that I wasn't thinking <laughs> no. but now I absolutely think yeah. that yeah. nobody yeah. thought no it was that kind of party <laughs> no, because a lot there's a lot of YouTube videos about it. Let's hey, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do us a favor real quick. 
And uh, yeah, what I'm going to do is throw a rope. You guys just pull yourself out of the quicksand. We'll get back on the solid ground. Jesse's bringing us back. We yeah, know yeah. <laughs> when he's the voice of reason. Because I know this is going to YouTube. Yeah. Right. YouTube doesn't forget. Hey, so I'm listen, painfully hey, two, aware. Two follow-up questions. What is ASMR without getting really gross? Yeah, it's not gross. That's the thing. But I don't know what it it's, is. Okay, it's a sensory thing. I don't know what the acronym stands for, but basically. <laughs> so why would you? You've only been diagnosed I, by your friend. Well, the S. No, by myself. The S is obviously yeah. sexual. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! It's a new podcast. <laughs> Enjoy no, this. It's it's um, a thing that you either have it or you don't, but you're very relaxed. Like most diseases, <laughs> wouldn't we all? Have <laughs> oh, oh, one of those. Interesting. Hey, Joy. So far, Joy. I know exactly what you're talking about. I've so far, it's the exact same. I've uh, had diseases just like, and right. not had some diseases. Right. You, just, you really clear things up. Right. It's just like feline AIDS at this point. You either have it or you don't. So what else? Okay. No, but it's like you're very relaxed by certain sounds. Oh, like oh. like oceans and yeah. stuff. So my no, children. People. No, the people. blinker. Oh, he what? said the blinker. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's like there's main the main thing is like people that you interact with, like customer service type stuff. If they talk, you know, just like this, and if you want to sign this form right here, and I'm just gonna hand you this paperwork. You are crazy. Yeah. You do not have that. <laughs> no. You, you know what? If you do, like when you're she's talking basically to someone, she's making a case in the car of like if it's a relaxing sound and it relaxes you, you have this disease. It's true. A lot of people have like, it. Uh, what noise sounds? machines and ocean waves relax yeah. me? I must have so ASMR. But like, so like blinkers on a warm day and Only the sound of the... Day? What? Wait, like the blinker on a if, cold day just like <laughs> drives you crazy? No, there's does, like, <laughs> if you haven't slept a lot that before, does that kind of enhance it? Because that would what be... About, <laughs> what about heart... <laughs> I, I'm beginning to sense... I have a possible other diagnosis. You're tired. I'm no doctor. <laughs> You're tired. And, and, and then she's talking about car no, blinkers and then no, she just yells out... But it's not sexual. <laughs> and we're like, nobody thought Cameron, it was. And, and at that moment, Cameron, we're sitting at the stoplight, and he just he just very inconspicuously turns the blinker. Off. <laughs> he, rolled, he just he rolled down the window and just made a hand signal. Like, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. It's just a little too. Warm. I saw him. He looked back in the in the mirror. like, we're turning the blinker. We'll go. I'll get a ticket if I have to. But the blinker is not coming back on. Like, he changed lanes, like cut someone off. I'm not turning the blinker off. We have, uh, we've got a strange diagnosis in the vehicle, and I'm willing to drive recklessly. I think the other thing that hit me about last night was the uh, was how exactly like it is in here at your house, which I don't know what I was expecting, but I, like walk right in. Jesse's telling, st- I mean, the dinner table was perfect. Jesse's telling stories. He's sitting in the middle of the table, just going off about baseball and how it's the only sport where you can be fat and wear a wool uniform and it works out. He does his whole and, and the manager wears the uniform of the player. <laughs> so good. So good. Like, describe that one though. And talk about that for a second. That was a really great point. Okay, let me preface this, but I don't know if I'm the only one who's made this observation. Right. That no, there's no other sport. I think probably not, but I, I, there's no other sport where it's appropriate for a coach. Who in baseball, coaches are well into their sixties. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, there's some coaches that are like seventy year old. 
if you had a basketball team right. and you had a 65-year-old man wearing the jersey and shorts, right. and the shoes, like, it's the whole thing. Yeah. It's just not appropriate. Right. And right. that's why I was making a right. case. Or the baseball, football coach coming out. You're not going to see pads. Belichick out there. <laughs> right. In, in a, well, you might a see Belichick. Right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, he, yeah, he has strange fashion choices. But the point is, baseball is a game with a lot of underappreciated right. charms. So I've, right. I've, I posted a picture of the dinner last night and 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 people were like oh did you record it oh my god and i'm like no no <laughs> it's like this yeah. podcast after hours yeah. Yeah. it was just yeah. a little it was a really long dinner yeah it thanks was. for posting that picture we were only at the table for like six or seven hours, hours. it would have been totally impossible to get a picture where i'm not Shoveling food. I'm the closest person in the picture, and I am destroying my plate. You were like, everything else is out of focus. It's just your face. Shauna needs her dinner. I took I took three pictures. I leaned all the way back, and that was the only one where you were in the frame. But I would say in second place was me just leaning back, kind of tucking in my shirt or something like that. Just like somebody was like Eddie doesn't seem sure about his next bite. You're yeah. like you're like really yeah. thinking hard about it. <laughs> Anyhow, that yes, was the thanks. picture of the night. That oh, was yeah. it. I think my, my my favorite was like people started like doing commentary about everybody's what was happening on their faces oh, and like what like the it was really kind of funny. It's like the, I read a book by Henry Nowen who he like every chapter is like analyzing different people in like a Renaissance portrait to like glean <laughs> spiritual. Is, it's like one of the meaning. best books of Prodigal yeah. Son. Yeah, but he's like gleaning spiritual like yeah. you know uh, meaning out of every little nuance in someone's like facial expression or like the lighting. And I felt like people were doing that with this picture. Right. And yeah, it's like right. it's, it's definitely right. whatever you're assuming is happening. You know, take it down to maturity <laughs> levels. <laughs> that's, that's where it is. Yeah, I mean, this fancy dinner party with the chef, and it was just the podcast. It was uh, it was a very yeah. nice party, though. He did. A, I, I will party. say, we, we we actually got lessons on sushi preparation. That we is made, true. We, we did a hands on. Super fun. Did everybody yeah. make? No, sushi I didn't. Roll? No, I, I just made a roll. ate it a lot of it. I just Delicious. kept eating it. Oh, I thought we all did. Jesse well, made a special Jesse one. Made a roll. Jesse Chad, made a, yeah. <laughs> Jesse's roll. I'm still, I'm not, still feeling I'm that one, Jesse. I, I put a little zip in it. <laughs> Real quick, though. Real quick. Zip, I, you, you mean you put in like a gallon of wasabi but, but, in the yeah. middle of the roll. Embedded in the rice. I saw Jesse working on it. I saw Jesse working on it, and I walked up next to him, and he's like, they're going to feel this one. <laughs> The first person that the first person that tried it <laughs> was Tyler. Yeah, and like I see his eyes watering, and he has to turn around and leave the room for a minute. I'm like, Dude, job was done. I don't, I, use, this, I don't use this word lightly. Unbearable. Yeah. I, the put, word I, I popped yeah. it in my. I, I ate it, and and it's like it was like that old gum where you bite in the middle and the juice squirts out, <laughs> and it was wasabi squirting out. It was literally it, like I, I'm coughing. Oh yeah, but and I had pierced it into wasabi because I did not know there was wasabi in it already. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> So I got a double dose. Oh, oh. It, it it was it was horrible. Is it just me? Is it just me, or do you guys get the oh, like yeah. the? It's like the trifecta of tingles. Like it goes nose, and then the top of your forehead. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, I no, think that clears the whole. That's ASMR. That sounds you like an ASMR. Sexual. It's not sexual. <laughs> not sexual at all. I just love those tingles. Yeah, AS. AS. ASLD <laughs> classic ASLD on yeah. ASMR. No, no, note to self: I'm not going out to sushi with joy. <laughs> 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 
we did find out my that my favorite thing is just driving around making a lot of turns while eating wasabi <laughs> that's how you know you have feline aids or whatever <laughs> I think Joy made the best sushi roll of the night oh, I think yours was like yeah. really really and I didn't good. know you worked at a sushi restaurant evidently at one point by worked I mean I was a hostess but but you yeah. were around the culture I think it kind of seeps into you thank you but you went and made even. spicy mayo you, you like you, you added ingredients. stuff there was ginger in the roll anybody wow it was very oh. special. Just, it, was it was very, very good really I liked nice. yours a lot Thanks. sorry Jesse <laughs> I don't think you were going for good though Jesse I, I think I'll say this mine was most memorable so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because of those tingles <laughs> yeah how many how many people got tingles from yours because everyone that ate one of mine did <laughs> whether they wanted it or not whether they have a disease or not <laughs> or a sexual disorder <laughs> they got tingles some sort of sex criminal or whatever <laughs> <laughs> whether they're some sort of weird internet diagnosed deviant or not <laughs> they, they felt something when they ate mine. <laughs> so this week's show we we actually don't have a guest lined up because we figured Clearly we us don't need one. being all in the room yeah so nobody so, would put their name on this you know what we're no. fine so coming up later every, everybody will bring a slice and uh, and Which and we that's didn't know until five minutes ago, right? And that's the show. So so uh, okay. that's why we're re- really kicking off the new season next week. You know? I have some backup but. interviews if we need to if we need to save it, like in a pinch. <laughs> so, <laughs> so don't, I don't feel too much oh, pressure. Oh, here's Tim Keller. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll bounce things off. Yeah, I'll, I'll just pretend to be Joel Houston. Okay, but Boy, but, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost perfect. It's yeah. like a really good. You impression. really nailed that one. <laughs> I got more. I got, I'm not even done. <laughs> I told you about. It's I, also I, your Christine. I think I've said this before. I had a friend who said he could do like, he's like, dude, I do the best Australian accent you've ever heard. I'm like, okay. Say it. He goes, Australia. Australia. I was like, I was like, wait a minute. Is that the only thing you can say? He literally could only say the word Australia, but he's like, it's a really good accent, right? I was like, I mean, I guess if you're only, if your conversations are only Australia, then it's pretty good. That's amazing. So we also last night got a got a Joe the neighbor update that cannot be aired. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. people are gonna be like, "Oh, tell us this." No, nope. <laughs> there is not a. Well, I missed that. I missed I that no too. Where Didn't was you that? See I'll, tell you, I was, I'll tell you guys at lunch. I, I, was, I ran into him the other day. I will say this because people are concerned about him. They haven't heard from him for a while. <laughs> we He's, share your concern. I, I, I will say I'm concerned. He is, in some senses, he's well in that he's out living life, doing his thing. In other senses, uh, we can't talk about the things that he's, he's doing. He's experiencing a lot. I Basically, I got to sit at the end of just kind of the, the table with Jesse eating appetizers, and he told me, all everything that was <laughs> happening in Joe's life, and I kept listening for something that I could maybe like bring up. come back. Yeah. There is an. <laughs> I will say this: I, I plan on because I talked to him probably half hour the other day, and I plan on uh, uh, having more to regale everyone in that that's appropriate. But we had some catching up to do. Right. He had some things to get off his chest. <laughs> Let's just say that. <laughs> oh, wow, you know what I mean? I, like, I, I, I missed this entire conversation. It's just kind of a confidence thing. Right. He's good. He's we'll hear four from him in the new year. I can <laughs> promise you that. I can promise you that. <laughs> Making a lot some, of di- some things are left better just in the driveway between two neighbors right. chatting just, with each other. But it's not his safety is not on no, the line. Well, okay. I <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe we don't need to know. We'll be here for the new year. We think. So uh, before we move on to entertainment releases and, and all the rest of the show, we actually have some news. This is this is the last show for, for four months that Joy's gonna be with us. 
She's taken a sabbatical, not just from the show, but from life. From life. How do I feel about? Like, how do we feel like, about that? Like hibernation. Part of me feels yeah. supportive of you. But part of me feels just sad me. about that. Yeah. Oh, is it thanks. like a disease related? Could, yeah, it's, is yeah. It, <laughs> you're getting treatment. <laughs> yeah. Can you give us? Can you give us a window? I may or may not have about what what why you decided to do this? Yeah, I just um, I've been working for my parents for almost ten years. And do I don't we... know how you do that, by the way. I mean, they seem great and everything. <laughs> I've heard uh, Emerson, Emerson. Sarah, if you're listening, <laughs> no, Cameron, no. He's, he's nice. He they just... seem great. I couldn't work for my parents. <laughs> train is a yeah. known yeah. tyrant. Yeah. Well, we live in different states. That helps. That does. It. Okay. Um, but yeah, I just, uh, you know, and then the last seven years I've been doing Love and Respect now. And, you know, I don't have like a degree in counseling or anything like that. And so like the level of questions that people write me and the relationship advice I give, like I feel like I've kind of maxed out. <laughs> on that and so I just kind of keep getting the same questions over and over so I have content that I've I've created and I just was like you know what I think I keep making the same videos over and over and is there like space to do something different so I'm gonna take some time what's your what's your plan for the for the the period that you're gonna be on sabbatical just to kind of like pause and like just pray and figure listen, out listen to old podcast episodes yeah i'm just gonna catch yeah. up on all of them well the the good thing i went on sabbatical a year or so ago and uh she she her original plans uh, we talked about her sabbatical plans and she's like oh and i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna do this i'm gonna volunteer here and i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna watch these kids and i'm gonna do the <laughs> podcast and i'm going okay you're not doing a sabbatical you're just yeah. going from going to work every day to working on other things i mean like this is you've got to consider like just going off the grid. So yeah. you're going off the grid. That yeah, was your plan like originally. no email. I'm turning my email off, social yeah. media, all that stuff. And I'm like, which will be weird, but also I think really beneficial. Cause it was, I took some time off. Like before I started Love and Respect Now, I took a few months and that was the catalyst to me realizing I wanted to kind of help my generation. And so I just, I don't know. I have peace about the fact that I think something will something will come, but I have to be still, which but, is not normal. I like to work. So, so like we talked, what, like two, three weeks ago and you were like, okay, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to do, say no to everything. I'm off email, whatever, but I'd like to stay on the podcast. Yeah. And she's like, it's fun. And I'm like, okay, which I, like I'm down if you really, if that's good for you. But then right. like yesterday, she's like, and I'm not going to do the podcast. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's probably best. But that's got to be hard. miss you guys. I'm not trying to project on you, but that's got to be hard to like, like it's romanticized and thinking about it, but yeah. to actually go off the grid, I think would be a really hard thing because you have a life that, I mean, that you love and enjoy many parts of. That's why you're doing it. So to actually stop has got to be like a, a really interesting process and journey for you. Yeah, I think it will, like, you know, I mean, there's something about, I feel like you stay connected with your friends through social media and things like that. So I'm sure I'll probably go into a deep, dark depression. But we, don't have to, we don't have to talk about it right now. Sounds like a great self-diagnosis. Self-diagnosis, Turn on that blinker, girl. So you guys can call me, though. Yeah, turn, yeah. I'm just going to be sitting in my car weeping with the blinker. With the blinker on. You'll be sleeping. It's not hot yeah. enough. Why did I go on sabbatical the during the summer? Not when I went on, when I took my sabbatical, I had, I had big plans to like have creative projects I was going to do. I was going to get into woodworking. I was going to do other things to, you know, yo-yo. And um, really so Friday night, and Eddie's the one who spurred my sabbatical. I mean, he... Holla! You remember? I mean, of course. Yeah. yeah. So we were I recording remember. the podcast on a Wednesday and, every, you know, and then Chad leaves and we're done and Eddie and I are sitting there and he goes, hey, so how you doing? I'm like, I'm good. He goes, so when are you going on sabbatical? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not. I'm yeah. like, everything's good. I'm spinning all the plates. And he's like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you need to, you need to unplug, bud. So in that week, I like, I talked to the people at the office who would be affected. Everybody's like, yep, we yep. got your back. Go. And um, there was a lot of stuff that lined up though. Like I, f I felt like, like 
like all the pieces of the magazine. Like there were things that had you done it a month earlier, or a month later, wouldn't have worked yeah. out. It was like there was a mark on that time. Yeah, and, and like and like even the roles that I filled in different aspects of the magazine, like Shauna stepped in and filled Shauna in for in. me on the editorial side, and a friend came in on the creative side and helped out for those few months. Michael Snavely dropped the host duties. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It was probably, great. Probably three of the best months of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Unprecedented but, growth. But I, really, I know exactly <laughs> what you what you think it's going to be, and then you start because in that week and a half I was like getting excited about the idea of doing like having a totally different life and yeah. I just I kind of had these mental plans of what I was going to do every day and so Friday night I drive home Saturday morning you know my sabbatical has now started Saturday morning I go to play basketball with some buddies and break my foot and so all of a sudden like my busyness yeah. Like, I can't walk. You were forced yeah. into that. Literally. And it was like, almost like, I mean, I, I don't think God broke my foot, but it was like, yeah, I had to stop. I had to stop. Yeah. I, I couldn't do any of the stuff I was planning on doing. Yeah. And that uh, space was yeah. transformative. No, that's, I mean, I don't want to get all like, I, I mean, there, there are so many things that have happened like from seven years ago to, to now. And when I took that first break, that was the Catalyst to Love and Respect Now starting, I physically broke my ankle a weekend and then when I decided this summer to go on sabbatical I was kind of just like plowing this fall I was like okay I just gotta get all this stuff done and I gotta because there's things that are still gonna that I'm kind of like there's content that's gonna go out over the course of the next year even though I may not I'm not gonna be doing stuff um and so I'm just like going 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 and then as you guys know I broke my foot and it caused this like forced pause to like reevaluate and really like finish well I think so Joy let me ask you this how how'd the foot heal up it's good well yeah. I think we want to we <laughs> yeah. we my want your sabbatical we want your sabbatical to be beneficial we don't want you to be tempted <laughs> yeah. to be too active I want you to come to come over here and I'm going to stomp on your foot repeatedly <laughs> what? Movie with Kathy Bates. I'm gonna oh misery, the worst. Yeah. Oh, the worst. Oh, that scene. We'll hobble you. Yeah. 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 Joy, this is for your benefit. Do you, do you want a good sabbatical or not? We I need to break you, some bones. Did you rotate the penguin figurine? <laughs> that is an amazing film. Hey, though I will say, like when a lot of people hear this, they're gonna there's gonna be a visceral reaction because people love you. There's been a lot of like all the end of the year feedback was like we love having Joy on the show. Love and respect. Or? They well love and respect. They love yeah. respect Those are the two <laughs> words I respect think. her yeah. now. So, Those are the two words I think. <laughs> Tell me again how long how long are you gonna right be now? gone? Um or on sabbatical. Four months. Four months. Yeah. And over the four months, are there things that specifically people can be like praying for you for about or yeah. doing or not doing? Or is there how can we be supportive of you in that? I would love that. I um, just for wisdom. Yeah, mm -hmm. for wisdom to know kind of what's next. Because I, I mean, I think my parents are super supportive. I think we kind of all came to the same consensus. They're like, yeah, go. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that I think the Love and Respect now, I, I feel like it, I, I think I was doing good work. Um, and so just kind of pausing and going, is it okay to stop something that's good and, um, and, and put pause on that or just put a bow on it and be done. Yeah. Um, so just wisdom to know what to do or not to do next would be awesome. But I, we all, we went through a thing with the company two years ago or so that we had a lot of good things we were doing. We had a magazine called Project Apathy. We had a magazine for leaders called New. And they were doing like important, they were saying important things and um, we believed in them. And we were spread really thin and we were working so hard. I mean, you remember that era. I mean, it was like just... It was just exhausting. And because we were spread so thin, we weren't growing. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I was like, one day I was like, I'm, we are working way too hard. This is not sustainable. Yeah. Like we're exhausting ourselves and not seeing the fruits of it, even though we're doing good work. Yeah. And over the course of a year, we decided to shutter all of these profitable good things that were pulling us away from maybe the core thing that God was calling us to do. Uh, we th- In that era, we reached around 700,000 people a month. And uh, by shutting things down and changing how we do the main relevant thing, we're reaching between 10 and 20 million people a month now. And it's just like one of those, like, we're on the other side of it. It's hard in the middle of it going, no, but this, like, we believe in that. This is good work. And to, t- but pruning is a fact of life, yeah. like cutting off branches for new growth. <laughs> Was it's your important. whole team, was there a consensus? Was everyone like, we're spread too thin? Or was there one person that brought it up? Or I, I mean, I'll say it was uh, the the air shifted. God, I mean, it was like, in some respects, God forced me on my knees. We went from a staff of 25, 30 to, down to 11 in that transition. Because we had built this thing a certain way, and, and the staff and the structure we, it was like to do what we were doing. And then all of a sudden, I've really felt very strongly that we ne- if we didn't change course abruptly, the end would maybe be in sight, you know? Yeah. And and so we changed course abruptly. And when you jerk a speedboat to the left, people fly off, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And that happened with us. It was hard. It was very hard. I mean, like Chad's the only one from that era that's still with us. And and just barely. He was sitting in my lap while I was driving. So <laughs> he's almost dead. Like, Dude, turn the in. blinker <laughs> off. He's <laughs> yeah. passed um, out the back. I, I have a question, though, about sabbatical. It's that always gets me like, you guys are fortunate enough, and I, I could do the same thing with IJM where you can take a sabbatical. Like, you can just stop life for four months and somehow exist, right? And you can walk away for a month and the magazine continues. But, like, I wonder, like, people that hear this that Almost are... three and a half months, by the way, not a month. It felt like... It felt like... <laughs> it was over like eternity. <laughs> time, um, time flew. But like yeah, People that can't do it. Yeah. Yeah, but but then still there's a value to it. Like, I wonder how normal people that have to go and put roofs on get to do this or get to have this time. Really I, good question. I feel like, yeah, I've been I don't thinking know about that because I yeah. do, I feel like a brat because A, I feel like people who take sabbaticals, I picture like professors, you know, and things like that. And Pastors. I, yeah. And yeah. I, and I even told, cause my dad was the one that told me to go do it. And I was like, but I'm not old and I can keep working. And right. I feel like, you know, I've, I've, set things up. I I mean, I'm a saver, so I'm like financially like, and I know that not everybody can do that. And so I know I'm coming from this place of advantage. And then I feel guilty about the fact that I'm taking a sabbatical, but I also feel like I, I want to make a practice of that rhythm of rest in my life regardless. So I think when people are like, Oh, well that's nice. You can go on a sabbatical. Um, you know, it's like, but we also can carve out Sunday. Like there's, there's something beautiful to what scripture commands us to do for Sabbath, Mm -hmm. um, to, to rest, to re-energize. So if you don't like create the space to do that like I don't think you can be I mean I I don't know so whether it's four months or a day like I think we all have to kind of create that space yeah I think I think Shauna's done that a lot in the last year of like adding margin saying no to good things isn't that what your next book is about it is a little bit and it kind of came out of that um for like the last two years I feel like uh at a certain point it got to the I was helping so many different teams and traveling so many different places and committed to so many different groups of people and all of their expectations. And the last two years has been saying, wait, who are the people I feel really connected to? What's the kind of work I really want to do? And kind of cleaning out all that other stuff. And it was, I mean, we've had a, Cameron and I've had a lot of conversations about it. Um, 
it's so hard for me to feel like I'm disappointing people. It's so hard for me to say like, I can't actually play this role for you anymore. Um, but what it's done for my family, for my marriage, for my own writing, like everything's gotten better on the insides of my life as I've kind of been willing to disappoint the people on the outsides. It's been a huge change. I got to say, Shawnee, I've, uh, we, we, I consider you a friend and I've reached out to you to help relevant many times and you've you said no to us <laughs> a number of times, I know. But, but I need to tell you, I, I respect that so much. I really, really <laughs> admire, I, 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 a lot of people say no, or I just don't hear back from them, but I, but with you, you're very intentional about letting me know that it's part of a, a very important rhythm to your life. I have never felt put off by that or like, oh, that sh- I can't count on Shauna for anything. But I just see it as a real, I see it as a really positive thing and it's helped me a lot too. I've learned a lot from it. Oh, so I hope, that, I hope that helps you. It feels like you. there's some real healing there. That was a nice moment. That said, <laughs> I do have something I want to talk about. <laughs> just FaceTime me, yeah, whatever. Just Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we found that out that Tyler tried to FaceTime Shauna. I don't remember <laughs> this. Weird. <laughs> <I> <laughs> It's eleven thirty at night. Can we have a quick chat? Yeah. <laughs> this is a face to face. No, it was just I'm one of those row. like we had just started working together. We had never met in person. And it was like the middle of the morning and instead of emailing me, well, wait, or when you say me, when you say middle of the morning, like <laughs> like eleven? Like eleven AM. Like a, yeah. I gotta be honest with you, that's not helping your case, I feel like. I feel like if that's probably optimal FaceTime time. It's like I'm up, I'm about I just got ready, I you know You would think. Yeah. Most people would, right? And I just I remember like picking up my phone being like, We are we do not understand the same thing about FaceTime. Yeah. I under no circumstances am I FaceTiming. I promise I don't remember. <laughs> trying to FaceTime Shauna. Cool. I'm not opposed to it. No, we get it. But, we get it. But I, but I don't, rem- I don't remember. I'm not saying, it could be to Tyler, it. let me say this about Tyler yeah. and writers for the magazine. He's, <laughs> he's very forward with them. Yeah. He I met his this. wife. Oh, that's, that's true. true. That's, that's true. Right. Yeah. true. It was, it was a 3 a.m. FaceTime. I found a reason to, yeah. He got, he got, he got a, a, a submission into the website, thought, I'm going to FaceTime this girl right now. <laughs> Proposed five days later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Got really well. have, have you noticed the dynamic has changed? You guys are now all standing and Jesse's sitting down. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, we all have our love in charge. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I'm not. I'm no Olympian here. I, I don't know what you guys. You I'm, don't I'm, have I'm, not I'm not going. I'm not going for a, for a Guinness record here. Enjoy. Sorry, I stood for a solid twenty minutes. <laughs> Now you're taking your sabbatical. Yeah, yeah. Taking <laughs> sabbatical. yeah. it's a good rhythm. A I good think rhythm. I just I think I got a stress fracture in my foot. <laughs> I'm out so of, I'm, I'm out of here. going to speak to you yeah. this time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, moving the show along, it's time for entertainment releases. There's still stuff coming out, even though it's 2015. Uh, music coming out on Tuesday, January 6th. Catfish and the Bottleman is coming out with the Balcony. Is that his? Real, that's really a band. Catfish Such and the Bottleman. No, that's, his, that's his name. They're a great band. It's his like parents <laughs> named them. Parents okay. named them. I've never known one band you've ever. Movies coming out on Friday. January 9th, uh, Selma, the story of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Wow. Is Getting really, out. really good oh, yeah. reviews. Yeah. Though. I'm yeah. excited about it. Yeah. Yep. And uh, uh, Predestination with Ethan Hawke is coming out. I don't John believe it. We knew it was coming. <laughs> it's a John Piper uh-huh. biopic. Yeah. <laughs> Me yeah. and Eddie just <laughs> alley oop. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got a really funny Calvinism joke. <laughs> That's how we do it. <laughs> Who likes some good reform <laughs> theological humor? <laughs> That's for all oh, my Bible bro. nerds out there. Yeah. I really got you, brother. <laughs> Where are my Wheaton grads at? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hello, the TULIP acronym. 
Uh, and, and, uh, we kid because we love you, Calvinists. <laughs> right. We do kid. But they knew that. They, Most they, of they already yeah. knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Taken 3 is coming out with Liam Neeson. What? There you go. Oh, wow. Taken 3. Wow. Taken 3. This time it's personal. Yeah. Really I can't, taken. yeah. Taken 3. I can't believe it happened again. <laughs> taken 3. With your daughter. Taken 3. I need to get an alarm it's like, system. It's like, listen, I'm really stressed out from having to rescue my daughter from weird like kidnappers from indiscriminate Eastern European countries from, from a human trafficking ring. To unwind, I'm going to go visit Eastern Europe. <laughs> just take a few days and clear my head. Yeah. I'm going to take my kid with me. We're yeah, nothing could possibly nothing, go what wrong. Could ha- what could happen? What are the lightning's not going to strike three, three times. times. <laughs> Wait, can any of you guys do a Liam Neeson impression? No, I don't. I'm not gonna. I can't do any impressions. Tyler, I feel like you have it in your. I don't think. I'm, I'm, come on, I don't come feel on, brave enough. I, I've never tried eight, it before. Eight, I've never tried one you? before. Uh, oh man, that would have been awesome. If I would have <laughs> set myself up. Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> yeah. well, no, I have, have a particular set of skills. So this wasn't planned, but there's another person in the room with us. Our, our, Holy Spirit. Uh, oh. Well, <laughs> at least we two of the We didn't think he'd be here after that Calvinism. <laughs> we thought he would have left after. <laughs> but once uh, we invited our, him here, he can never leave. A famous uh, photographer and friend, Andy Barron, who has called Whoop. in and had a couple segments. Andy talk is in the studio lurking, taking pictures of us. Lurking, uh, lurking is the right. Co- <laughs> Chad, can you share your yeah, mic? I'd love to share my mic. With say Andy. hi to Andy. Lurking is the very appropriate yeah. word. That yeah. <laughs> so, hey, Andy, uh, grab the mic. Uh, give us. A, we need an Andy talk update. You've been on the road. I've been living in the studio while you've been renovating it it's it's nice it's done now no but i've been uh i was on tour with foster the people throughout the end of the year like world tour right peru crazy hooked me up with tickets in portland thank you yep she came to a show boom um yeah so now i'm just kind of hanging out what's (laughs) what you do in florida bud Oh, I'm. Uh, I came here for Christmas. My girlfriend's family is from here. Ooh. How long you guys been dating? Spend the holidays for the oh. Listen, just a couple of not Kay. personal uh, questions. Yeah. Have you guys started to tell each other that you love each other? Yes. Oh. How'd and that be- happen? Who said it first? Oh yeah, who said it first? I said it first. Oh my god! And now did she reciprocate right away? Oh, was it? Was it a sure thing? Because that because that's a pretty big monster. She did with thanks. That's great for you. Thank you. Thank you. I don't. How 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 long were you dating when you dropped the L bomb? It was, I think it was like three or four months. Four or five hours? Just FaceTimed her. <laughs> yeah. right yeah. yeah. It was a mid morning <laughs> FaceTime. FaceTime. <laughs> I got to get on FaceTime with you ASAP. <laughs> it's weird being lower than all of your You can sit in the chair. It is strange because there's a chair Give right me, next can I have to you. Chad was sitting in it until. Give me your camera for a second. I'll take a picture of you doing it. And, and, just and a regular button, right? A non relationship question. Give me your camera for a second. This camera takes great pictures. Andy, a non relationship question. You you just got off a world tour. Yes. Uh, you got a zoom lens on this? Meeting all type. I wish everybody and all of our listeners could see Eddie looking at a camera <laughs> like it's alien technology. Hey, is it got autofocus? <laughs> what, the little red things, will they beep oh, on no, their own? Like a it's not a lightsaber. It's a, and I'm getting nervous because he's not handling it as expen- like as carefully as as. He's like, not handling expensive. it as the way I make all of he's my not. money. <laughs> so, 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 so don't let, drop it. So let, let me ask you, this this glass little circle on the end, I can just tap on it. Like this, <laughs> my fingernail. Scratch at it, right? Hey, I just got a one of you smiling and looking right at it, and then there's some four 
foreground blurriness, so you're welcome for your profile <laughs> oh. picture next. <laughs> get, a little, so, get a little lens flare in there. I think you got it. So, I think you might have a new Facebook profile. So, picture. Andy, you just got off a world tour. You met all kinds of interesting people, visited interesting places. What's the craziest thing that happened to you while you were uh, trotting the globe with, with famous rock and roll stars? Oh, man. You brushed shoulders with Beyonce. That's huge. That was Yeah, that was a while ago. Did she brush it off? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, she was pregnant at the time. That it was that long ago. But I, I, I definitely felt her aura. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. This sounds like the most boring rock and roll story. I was picturing like every night you would have like a story, like a bathtub of champagne. The movies have lied to me. On tour, seriously, all we do is we wake up. We have a ping pong table on tour. We play ping pong for. Hours. Who's the best? Like you put it on the bus. <laughs> this doesn't. This, <laughs> when I think rock and roll lifestyle, ping pong is not really on the. <laughs> no, there, was, there was there was one day where I won eleven in a row. So that was that was a pretty, pretty big deal. Nice. Did, did any other bands ever jump in and get in your ping pong tournament, or was yeah. it a closed deal? No, it was kind of whoever was playing. Like there there was one day we were in like Ohio, and someone who was working at the venue. A guy who was just like kind of sweeping up. He's like, "Oh, can, can I play?" He <laughs> came and he almost destroyed me. I beat him, but yeah, but it was it was good. Close shave, yeah. close shave there at the yeah. end. Yeah, huh. sex, drugs, rock and roll, <laughs> yeah. ping pong, man. What a what a year. So no, you like, so no. with Zoolander. You saw Zoolander. Saw Zoolander. That was that was a few years ago. Also. Oh wow! I All know. your stories. I'm holding All on my, to. It know, yeah. So there was no bathtub of champagne. There were no like fireworks from the top of the Louvre or something. Nothing. No, we um we just recently they had a show in Mexico City, and they uh the hotel we are staying at um had this like amazing bar that looked like a like old library, and then we just all sat around like gentlemen and drank mezcal. Well, all right. Well, okay. that was that was. <laughs> so I guess Chad Chad left, so I guess I'm in charge. Do I hit spacebar on all this stuff? Yeah. Like, what do I do? All right, that'll do it for hey, entertainment releases. And, and your what? Well, I just followed for Andy. Uh, yeah. What do you think about engagement this year? Hey, hey, Eddie, yeah. real quick, what's the matter with you? <laughs> <laughs> this is why Brian would not date me in, in uh, college because I did oh. this kind oh, of Oh, no, junk. it's yeah. because you were dating older ladies. Yes, you know? let's, let's talk we about that. We learned about that last night. Yeah, what was her name? Uh, no, we can't say her name. Oh. We can't say her name. But, but we, but we found out about his lady friend. <laughs> can we ju- can we just tell the story about um, what she had to do at her sister's wedding? Please? You can tell the story of what okay, she had to I do at her sister's wedding. I have never heard this in my entire life, and it literally would send <laughs> someone into. Th- she probably is in therapy still. She was uh, she was middle of three sisters, right? And they had this tradition. They the whole state of Ohio, I think, was that the uh-huh. thing where if your younger sibling gets married before you, you have to dance the pig trough. The pig trough, yeah. which is you dancing solo at the wedding reception. Like, like solo, like nobody's dancing with her. She's just like out there like a monkey. <laughs> is that what, is that what were, you drew her to? You? <laughs> <laughs> just like you a moth her, so I'm pretty, pig trough. pretty sure she's single. Um, yeah, that is like, that's awful. That is probably yeah. one of the worst things I've ever heard. Yeah. She wow. kind of deserves it, though. She can't even get married before old <laughs> <laughs> If I wasn't attached much. to headphones in this microphone, I would. <laughs> I it's getting real. Get I think, yeah, yeah. What I else think, we got for entertainment releases? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, that was the Joy, f- do a pig drop dance now. <laughs> that was the most uncomfortable part of the party is because Brie is, Brienne is unguarded and just chatty. And all of a sudden, I'm like hearing out of the corner of my ear, like her telling a story about my dating history, which yeah. is not very exciting. But I'm like, oh, wow. Wow, there there's no filter up. Like, here we are. This is what we're 
we're sharing now. So now we all know about my lady that I dated. <laughs> well, that was the best part. She said she was older, and and Eddie comes into the conversation like, oh, how much older? He said she was a lady. <laughs> no number attached. Just a I was lady. I was twenty one. She was twenty nine. She had like a real job with like benefits, you know, like, oh, like yeah. insurance. And she had a condo, right? And a condo and pets yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the picture sense, is getting right? clear. Eddie, Eddie's pet name for her was Ma'am. <laughs> I, lo- I love you too, Ma'am. <laughs> he would say, Ma'am. He, what, what, what did you make for dinner tonight, Ma'am? <laughs> it was a weird dynamic. It's, yeah. She would make me make sure I had like washed my hands and like tucked, tucked my shirt we, in. This is one of those you, you don't want to dig. You don't want to get past the first yeah. surface layers because yeah. it's just there's some get Freudian weirder. psychology that will <laughs> blow your mind. I'm ready for other movies I, yeah, that are coming I, I, out. It made me uncomfortable. Like the, the the conversation was going in an uncomfortable direction, so I decided to deflect it <laughs> to a joke and uh, not get into the, the yep. weirdness of the person that's sitting like just feet right. away from me right, right now. Me. Yeah, how strange a man I am. Psychology unraveled. All right, that'll do yeah. the same it releases. Oh, yeah. Keep in mind, he is within arm's reach of me right now. I don't want to get any deeper, <laughs> <laughs> sir. <laughs> yeah. right. Okay, that'll do it for entertainment releases. Stay tuned. Up next, an expanded XL edition of Slices. As a day must have been sunny, and the night must have been smooth. Sure, Miss Bowl must rise and fall. I'll be there to see you through. Just as long as day. You're listening to D'Angelo. Uh, the song is Betray My Heart. Uh, you know what's good, guys? Friendship. Nature boxes. Love and respect. Free snacks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And right now, our friends at Nature Box are giving you a chance to get some free snacks. Uh, not only that, but they're better snacks than whatever you're getting at the vending machine. Trust us. Uh, yeah, for or real. the Reese's really. pieces that we're eating right now. Nature Box uh, keeps it great with snacks that don't have artificial flavors, colors, or sweeteners, and zero trans fat, and definitely no high fructose corn syrup. If you get cranky because you're hungry, just grab something like the watermelon fruit chews, or the black sesame seed clusters, and the salt and pepper lentil loops, or the whole wheat apple foggy bars, or the curry peas, or the garlic pumpkin seeds, or the cherry crumble stop. granola. Say any of those stop. five times fast. Either just stop. bring them here or stop, stop it. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. I think I have a disease because each one of those. <laughs> He's giving me tingles. Yeah. <laughs> please keep reading while I stare at you. Oh, just make them up. I was just lulled into a real start, deep start relaxation. Sit at the top and read it just a little slower, maybe. Can you read it down or not? Can this you? is not sexual. <laughs> Watermelon read, read, can you read? Can you read Apple Foggy Bar one more time? <laughs> can you put just a little growl in your voice, maybe? <laughs> say, it, say it in Australian and accent. Make <laughs> and make direct Can we get Joel Houston in here to read this, please? I got it. Uh, no, uh, he's right here. I'll no, go get then it. Then it just turns into an Outback hey, Steakhouse commercial. I'm Joel. So. Kangaroos. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> 
no rules, just right. Hail song. Chili lime pistachios, dried apricots. But hey, it doesn't have to be for beating that afternoon slump. Treat yourself to some of these smarter snacks anytime. To be for breakfast. Just go look around naturebox.com and see what they've got. It's all nutritionist approved and the info is all there on the site and the box. Uh, you get a special offer if you go to naturebox.com slash relevant. You get to try Naturebox for free. They'll send you a, a trial box of five snacks absolutely for free. So whether it's for your home, your office, stockpiling, and for when you're on the go, get over to naturebox.com slash relevant. There you go. That was a good read. That, that was a good read. One take Cameron. Yeah. I would not be able to do that. Chad Chad knows that is about the furthest thing from the truth. <laughs> yeah, one take Cameron is definitely not what we call him in my <laughs> <laughs> That That poor year-end episode that he and I did last week. Oh, I felt so bad. I went like, I was like, Chad, well, at least it's all in order. Like, like literally he just pauses his slight. Right. Yeah. How, how long did it take you to, we as of recording this, we haven't heard it yet. No. How, right. how long did it take you to record the year-end episode? A little behind the curtain. So Chad did everything. Yeah. I mean, he, 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 he selected the high Highlights. He put them all in order. He typed them up for me. He typed up like the intros. He the did bios. everything he could to make it the recording <laughs> process <laughs> smooth <laughs> and just yeah. sit down and read. Sit down and How read. How hard can and that I be? I tried to like add a little flavor, yeah. a little ad lib, yeah. and the poor guy. Style. We were in that room. There's probably a solid ten minutes of talking on the show <laughs> spliced throughout. We were in that room for at least an hour and a half. Shut at your least. mouth. At least. I mean, what were you okay, doing? Okay, well, here, I mean, for real, you'll hear this on, I mean, well, everyone has heard this at this point, but you guys will hear this. Cohen was there as well. Oh, we love And that so game. Cameron would be like, hey, we want to thank so and so. And all of a sudden you just hear, hey, dad, look what I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, hey, Cohen, Cohen, you can't talk right now. So it's just a lot of that. You know, yeah. He didn't but, have the showbiz bug. But hey, he? Cohen made his podcast debut <laughs> right. on the best of episodes. So really cool. Is he, well the youngest, is he the he youngest said, person to ever be featured on the Relevant Podcast? Uh, no, I think a young Chad Michael yeah. Snavely was. Uh, he also, ironically, uh, said that he really enjoyed the good Christian music. He yeah. told everybody to buy Christmas trees, and he asked, how did we turn this off? Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. He's been doing his homework. And yeah. if people if people haven't listened to that episode, go back, because we all in the car yesterday listened to the how you put together they're the all best Jesse, Jesse's end yeah. bits. It's amazing, right? None of it's us like, rem- remember the context, but right. we were all crying. And, and, and the 50 in a row, because there literally favorite. are 50, yeah. Yeah. it washes over you in waves. Oh. <laughs> There's like a rhythm to it. Like you're laughing and then you need a, a breather and then it comes back and it's like, it's, it's like a good album. It is. <laughs> it's like a punching bat. Oh, it just feels like this kept on getting these little Although, jabs. Wasn't there Got one that Shauna was singing at the end of it? There is. There is one. What? Um, yeah. But I, I cut that one out because I kept it just all Jesse because it would just have been weird for, you How know, you like 34 that, Jessies and then a <laughs> yeah. Shauna just dropped in. But as I was going through every single episode from last year and pulling out that last clip, I, I uh, opened yeah. up one session. It was Shauna singing yeah. like the harmony and melody. And, yeah. <laughs> it was one of your early shows yourself. when you were still finding <laughs> yeah. your footing. Yeah. And we just it was one of those led you. Like, it was one of those moments that we're like, slaughter. no, no, it's it's cool, Shauna. We'll edit this out. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and sing, yeah, Shauna. Like, Go ahead like, and sing. I think I have learned my lesson. Yeah. Yeah. We just did that a straight digital download. <laughs> <laughs> Gold it's, right it's, there. Yeah, it's, it's, sense on yeah. it's on the Christmas album. Yeah. All right, so this is gonna be a special expanded slices. Everybody at the table is bringing a slice, except for me and Chad. Yeah, of course. So kicking things off. It's time for slices. What do you have, Jesse? All right. So, how many of you guys have done any continuing education in your life? Like post college, you went and took some more classes just because you were interested or wanted to get more training. Anyone? Yes. Yeah. Like no. a pottery class. It could anything. be anything. School of Hard Knocks, man. Yeah, okay. I took a. <laughs> I took a. It's never too late to start ballet class. 
Yeah. Really? <laughs> that, that's what it was called. It was like in the city. Yeah, yeah. Wait, was, was it like 13-year-olds? Like yeah, a little too? And then no, you? No, it was a wide array. I, I think actually I was on the younger spectrum. Um, how how yeah. long ago was this? A couple years ago. I, li- I had to quit. I literally couldn't track. I, I mean, I was. it was like, I was like, no, it is too late. Yeah, yeah. To start <laughs> when you signed up, they were like, it's just the name. You know? <laughs> like it is actually. We meant instead of four-year-olds, we meant nine-year-olds. <laughs> so way too late. Yeah, the, the, the window's closed, I'm afraid. About it. So anyway, I'm considering taking up some uh, a new college class because a professor at uh, Idaho State University named Jeff Meldrum, if the name sounds familiar. No, it doesn't. Well, you don't watch Animal Planet Bigfoot specials. <laughs> For the rest of you, Jeff oh, Meldrum. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff Meldrum. Yeah. Thank you. From guy. Idaho State University. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> ISU. IS, Jeff Meldrum, comma, ISU expert. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> he's been a professor at ISU so long that they finally given the, him the ability to just go ahead and, and make up his own class. And so <laughs> he's launching <laughs> the Relic Humanoid Inquiry. This is actually okay. accredited college course at a major American university that is looking at looking at the Bigfoot phenomenon. So you can go as a as a college student, actually pay money to sit under Jeff Meldrum from Animal Planet. <laughs> kind of a n- no big deal. <laughs> now he's he's preference. This isn't uh, a quote unquote big Bigfoot class. He says. Uh, the, the premise of the class is this. Are we the last humanoid standing, or could there be others? Are these mystery humanoids, as a Sasquatch, Yeti, uh, all these various uh, nomenclatures Big, for mythical... Bigfootian type yeah, Surviving branches of the bushy family tree. <laughs> <laughs> In other words, it branches out everywhere. We just don't know. We just don't know. <laughs> bushy family Nothing. tree, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, this is Jeff Meldrum speaking, not Jesse. Okay? This is classic Meldrum. Yeah, I, yeah, if you guys were familiar with Meldrum stuff, this is, yeah. trust me, this is... This is right in his wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, not, all the, not all the professors at ISU are happy about this. <laughs> they, they, they tarnish uh, the university a bit, but the, um, the, the chairman of the Department of Biology and Sciences uh, said, defended it, said this is not a Bigfoot course, this is an anthropology course somehow. Yeah. Uh, but, but literally, this is a college course where you can go and study to try to find Bigfoot. And I'm pretty excited about it. The good news is, <laughs> this is the good news, there's room for 30 students in the class. So far, they only have 12 that are signed up. <laughs> so I'm looking around the room. <laughs> I'm just saying. Can we take it online? Is there like a di- are there distance options? I, I don't and know. I was saying, if we did that NASA thing that I brought up, we could take that course. You got online. four months yeah. to yeah. kill here. Exactly. Maybe you could. That's true. Hey, yeah, I found something for your sabbatical. <laughs> all that to say. Because I'm thinking about uprooting my life and moving to Idaho. Yeah. Because uh, I don't think there is an online version of this. But uh, I think Dana will be into it once I explain it to Jeff Meldrum. Uh, it'll be back in her bags. D- from Animal Planet, the documentaries. <laughs> so it's pretty exciting. I'm just like, glad academia is finally out of place where I want to continue my education. <laughs> Finally. It's but not it, a Bigfoot course. 
but they're looking for Bigfoot. Is that the, am I getting that? Am I understanding this correctly? Yeah, I think they just can't. I think if they openly said it's a Bigfoot course, right. then it would be open itself up to, to too much. Then it would just sound criticism. weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you don't yeah. want a bunch of weird then it would sound Anthropology. Once again, it's Jeff Meldrum, so you want to keep it. It's about anthropology. because <laughs> yeah, There's a level of professionalism that you yeah, have to obviously. maintain. Right, exactly. Or Dr. Meldrum. People. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Tyler. <laughs> Sorry. All right, what do you have, Eddie? Thanks for asking, Cameron. I would like to, <laughs> I would like to bring a study uh, that I, I like these kinds of studies that they spend a ton of time proving what we absolutely already know to be true. Okay. But I take a little bit of offense to this, especially since I think that in terms of uh, greatest men I know, uh, three of the five of them are in this room right now. Two of you don't make the list. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sorry. No, it's through the mouth so bad. Wow, what? Hey, hold on. But, uh, I, I appreciate want, that, Eddie. Thank yeah, you. It I love means you, a lot to me. I'm super handsome. Um, so a new study out of Australia. Let's hear it. Austra- Australia. Marsupial? Yeah. <laughs> Marsupial. Yeah. Mar- <laughs> so oh, Sydney Opera House. Uses another myth- I, by the way, marsupial, another mythical beast. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I, I learned that in a study, kind. I understand. Yeah. But, yeah. According to Dr. Meldrum, I think he said kangaroos aren't real. What did you say, Eddie? <laughs> <laughs> that was the whole thing. Um, so... <laughs> 20,000 Australians were studied uh, and asked them, and, and it was asking about are, are men able to empathize with their wives as well as women are able to empathize with their husbands? Now, inherently, we would think, okay, women may be more a- empathetic naturally than men are. Uh, well, the study, hold on, do you all agree with that? That, that women. That women. No, this is not the joke part. <laughs> There's no joke coming. This may not be a good slice. <laughs> so, so you're saying that they're trying to that the the preconceived notion right is that women are more empathetic towards their husbands yes. than men are towards their wives. Right. My, okay. And they're setting out to prove or disprove the, that. Right. That's belief. right. Okay. That's right. Would I was you? just saying. My guess is that both can be equally empathetic, but it just manifests itself in different ways, which may appear that the men are less empathetic. Oh my. Their conclusion: women are a lot better at the whole empathy thing than men are. They react to their partner's trauma about 24% as intensely as they would as if it happened to them. Whereas men react about 7% as intensely as if it happened to them. And it's saying that it's not that men are like cold and emotionless, but they are just less affected by what happens to their partner. However... Stronger, you might say. Right. Slightly colder. <laughs> right. Slightly right. less emotional. Okay. Stronger. <laughs> but it, but is, is reactionary, like when it says their reaction, does that mean that their feelings are less intent as well? Yeah, it's saying that... Well, you know, I got I got only so much internet in front of me, <laughs> so but, so I'll make up an answer to that. Um, it's say well, it's saying essentially that <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to answer your question. He's, you, he, she's basically saying that the, the, as empathetic as husbands get is when they say. Chin up, chief. <laughs> like that's, that's the top level. Like that's when they they've reached into their the depths of their emotion. They see how distraught their spouse is, and like, well, it's saying it's I, not. It'll be all right. <laughs> they are men and women are equally as affected in terms of how they react when something happens to them. So the guys are, if something's happening to them, they are clearly as affected as women are, but they're unable to empathize, empathize. with something happening to someone else. Um, it's a good thing I'm leaving my line of work because apparently I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyhow, I uh, that was that was the slice, and I wanted to I 
I do not agree with that. I and feel let me like- just, Eddie, it, as you say that, uh, I have no empathy for that slice. <laughs> yeah. Even though I, I actually don't, feel don't, don't care about it. Whereas Joy and Shauna yeah. are just we're like weeping, weeping internally. Yeah, we're like yeah. super connected and right dying now. for me, yeah. just watching. Eddie did so poorly. I just don't even. <laughs> I just don't, why would this yeah. be his slice? Yeah. Like we're his all together. Is <laughs> That's right. I wonder if this this makes me think. I'm I'm about three months into being married now, and I have oh. many times fallen prey to the classic male female husband wife breakdown of when my wife comes to me with a problem instead of empathizing which is important but eh, i don't know <laughs> i go I'm right able to, i go right so. to the i go right to the fixing thing i go yeah. right to the which i've heard i heard how many times like don't they're not looking for you to fix or looking for you to listen or whatever and i'm and i thought i understood that until i've had to sit and just tell myself over and over okay don't come at your Right. Not, she's not, we're not we're not in advice mode. Literally yeah, just not on what to do. Just, just like not and being there. Thank so I think sharing. so I I think I've gotten much better at pretending to empathize. Wait, which I think is valuable as well. Nod and say thank you for sharing. <laughs> I mean I, that it's not like a pat answer, but sometimes <laughs> but sometimes that's what you have to do. Like Amen. it's it's, thank you it's for about sharing, processing out loud. Yeah. And I the best thing I can do is listen. Or asking. Listen. I, think I mean sometimes the, thank you for sharing part that <laughs> Sometimes I'm sure Liz would want you to give her a solution or your thoughts. I think just asking the person you want me to listen right now or do you want some advice Looking for, oh that, that's actually good advice right there You're welcome. you should you should maybe i do should this do professionally mind, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know a few I think, seconds ago i didn't think i should but when I'm i think back, back to my favorite moments of the relevant podcast 2014 i think of the advice off between eddie yeah. and joy oh, we gotta bring it back yeah. hey, how, you guys fought that you didn't want to have no, a I, competitive advice giving uh, no, we game didn't. no and Highlight of the year for a lot of people, but wow. we still didn't I really. I don't think we. Eddie bat- was so nice. Oh to no, me. we picked a winner and loser for every piece you, of advice. You all did, but we barely participated. We were just like <laughs> talking and affirming each You're other, like, and then you really guys, good. and then you guys were like, "Oh, dang, <laughs> this one was I way worse." The same thing. Finish yeah. him, George. I, I think we really you affirmed each ropes. other. <laughs> and really then write a nice note to your wife and tell her you empathize with her. Take that, Eddie. Joy, joy, joy. But you, I like also you some, just got served. I looked on, on Twitter. Somebody's like, "And Joy won." I'm like, "I know, <laughs> I know she did." Like, and by that, and that we by that we mean Eddie lost. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Boom. Advice. All right, going around the table. What do you have, Shauna? So a couple months ago, there was this story. Jordan broke up with his girlfriend Elizabeth, but they still had a trip planned, and he couldn't. Uh, it was non-refundable. So he put on Reddit. He's Canadian, right? He's Canadian, yes. Yeah, of course. So he put on Reddit uh, a request, and he needed to find a woman with the same name, first and last, as his previous girlfriend, and a Canadian passport. He got thousands of responses, and now he has selected a 23-year-old woman, and they will be traveling together through uh, Milan, Prague, Paris. Um, they leave quite soon. They get back. Uh, it's a three-week trip. And so he says, uh, I'll be the first person to say we had an incredible response. Uh, I don't care if we travel together. So like, that's the thing. He's like, we're going to go on the trip together. We don't have to like spend every day together. Um, He has now set up a charity. Wow. Called a ticket forward, which funds trips for underprivileged people. With and then the, this with is the same name as privileged people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And that's yeah. a funny thing. Like to, 
I don't want to be insensitive here, and you need to dial me in because I feel like you're just, just like, let it rip, Eddie. You're good. All right, I'm just gonna let it rip. <laughs> yeah. If someone is underprivileged, it's like, well, we're not gonna help with that, but go explore Paris <laughs> and then yeah. and then come back. Yeah. Right? Totally. I probably don't understand the charity. That's pro- yeah. That might not be like the top of their need list. Right. 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 Let's a like, European holiday. Let's go more through like Maslow's hierarchy right. of what might be. Necessary. You don't have shoes for the trip, but come on. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Who doesn't want to go? Maybe Rome. Maybe fun to sabbatical for like Joy. You could apply. For yeah, it. you should apply for. Well, it was actually the girl, the woman's name. She'll be on Joy Everett. She'll be on for four yeah. months. Yeah, yeah. I, I do feel like like Shauna Nequist. This is never going to happen. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. my yeah. name is never going to. Did he find a, a match? He totally did. Total She's twenty three. Same first la- first name, same last name, Canadian passport. Um, and then interesting fact: he has been in touch with the original with the girlfriend, but he did not want to say what she had said to him. So apparently her response was not as excited as everybody else who thinks this is like a sweet story. Original Elizabeth, not down with the idea. I can see that. So... Yeah, Elizabeth the first. Yeah. <laughs> right, does well, not think this is a great story. Well, but what was he supposed to do? He, a little bit party kind of feels like maybe Elizabeth knows him. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, like, yeah, like maybe she gets it too. <laughs> you, 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 you'll see why I'm his ex-girlfriend yeah. and a PS, week into the three-week yeah. little adventure. Enjoy an entire plane ride to Milan hearing about his great nonprofit where yeah. he sends homeless people to Milan. It's <laughs> going to be a really nice vacation for you. Enjoy that is it, time. Is, is it? Are we at all worried about a young 23-year-old woman going on a trip around the world with a guy she does not yeah. know? Yeah. Could this be, and he starts a nonprofit where everybody just goes with him. Like, yeah, more right. women. More women. <laughs> and your main qualification for being on that was that you were Canadian and had a certain name. Yeah. Like, yeah. And why did he pick do, you? And, yeah. And, and, and I don't mean to make it weird. Do it we know? Like a Craigslist and, ad. And here's right. the thing: the it's pretty. It's pretty convenient that Elizabeth one doesn't want to talk because she totally exists. She just yeah. doesn't <laughs> have anything to say. Oh, no, 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 no. Like we She's know. there. She's Found there. You know what? You know what? She just doesn't want to. I talk to her every day. She's got. We found the next season of cereal yeah, yeah. Exactly. Where, oh. where is elizabeth sarah koenig she's got asmr she's unable to make she's in a permanent sleep <laughs> yeah. can, can you go seriously ahead we don't know we, can we you hit up male, male, male camp okay male yeah, yeah hit up male camp, camp? and then we got our season okay so it's closed for bidding he's gotten the gotten the girl they're going on the so if they come back we should get an update like if she makes it back I don't know about the. I appreciate the slice, but I'm I'm concerned that we're all super cool with a a young lady just going off. I'm not. I think he's cray cray. I just I totally. I I never I never thought of the maybe the first Elizabeth doesn't actually exist. Yeah, we don't know. How would we? How would anybody confirm (laughs) this story? It's true. Sarah, Sarah would Sarah confirm would, it. Yeah, she yeah. would know. She totally. would yeah. She'd figure it out. All right. What do you have, Joy? Weird. Um, okay, so I picked this for a number of reasons. Alexandra uh, from Twitter sent it to me. It's your last slice before sabbatical. You're oh, to, you bring know, it in. You yeah. That's even so find empathetic it of you to like, I, understand. Can we have a little musical lead in? I'm one of the 25%, yeah. and this is a really important <laughs> moment. Everybody. Joy Eggerhish. All right, thank you. <laughs> Say that last name again. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody have an unused ticket for me? Um, okay. So this is this is just really incredible. You, you realize there's going to be some guy out there be like, hey, I have a ticket uh, for you. Hey. Well, I'll be off Twitter, so I won't know. Um, you going off Twitter too? Everything. Good for you. I'd rather wow. die. Thank you. How are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> yeah, I missed it. I missed it. He said he'd rather die. Tyler said that. I thought you were just going off email. You're going no, off everything. everything. That's that's taking Tyler's very air. That he <laughs> More Twitter for me. How oh, will I get <laughs> affirmation? Just going straight Snapchat. Nothing yeah, else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm going. I, my only communication, no words. It's just LinkedIn. So <laughs> it's 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 the most professional sabbatical <laughs> you can possibly go on. I just, okay, I just want to read resumes. I, had, I was super. I can only communicate through resume updates. <laughs> it's gonna be a wild ride. Anyways, okay, so on to my. That was unrelated. So this is um, a situation where a guy was. He reported that he saw a bear. This is in Toronto. He was a cab driver, and he was like, "I saw a bear right over there." A He's, bear in Canada? Yeah, crazy. Well, wonders never see. <laughs> <laughs> well, so it turns out that they the police come and they they saw bear tracks even in the snow. No. Yeah. And again, why? Like, why? I, I don't know. I guess just because it was in a neighborhood. But they find out that it's a dog, but. What? Yeah, it was just a lie. This line. story <laughs> is getting more and more unbelievable. <laughs> Miss Joy. Joy. So I wanted to go out on a high note. <laughs> yeah. I simply I know this is the internet here. Yeah. But I but I'm not believing it. Can Usually we, it's pretty credible. This a little bit. You're really up on the minor so for, hunting news. So wait a minute. Did you're you telling me You're telling me what? there was a bear in Canada <laughs> which at first that, that's my first red flag right there. <laughs> what are the chances. Second, that he had tracks. It's so far two, north. Yeah, two, you're telling me uh, there's a dog? Yeah. No, 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 no. I've been had no. too many times. Serial season two. Yeah. I believe that I believe that story about that high school kid who was making $72 million on the stock market. That was a hoax. Yeah. I will not be fooled again. My radar is pretty high. Find a new slice. First Rolling Stone. Is this from Rolling Stone? No, Here's the thing. I have not I have not learned how to relay these well because it's going to get better. No, no, no. We're blowing the lid off this one. No, you can't. This one was dead before it started, buddy. There's no way this can be real. This, I yeah, we, we, hooks. We, we, we got to I got to hear what happens next. There's a dog what? in a neighborhood what? in Canada. What? What? That's where we're at. Journalism. Okay, so where we're at. Let's so give then brief, re- brief so then, recap. So brief it, recap. Catch okay. us all up okay. on the facts. So, you ready? You're, you're, all your minds are going to be blown. So it, it turns out that it's a dog. <gasps> <laughs> I said that. But, but the dog's name, ironically, is Bear. Had to be. There it is. Okay, but no, the reason I picked this Wait, wait, wait. Give me a second to put my brain back together. Anyhow. We're real quick. Joy. I was going to say, I'm feeling so much better about this. What? Right yeah. <laughs> well, like, actually, ours actually had some depth. Nothing. Yeah. How slow. Ridicule. How little was happening in Canada <laughs> where they're like, in our lead story tonight. This sounds like a Lake Wobegon tale. Yeah. From where did Dog you find for bear. What, yeah. what newspaper? Alexander from Twitter. This is on Huffington Post. Oh. Okay, listen, listen, listen. No, 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 no. But the reason I picked this was because my dad, when he was younger, he had a Dalmatian dog. And he, you know, Dalmatians, what do you normally picture them sitting on? A bear. A, was it a, <laughs> a bear? Truck, a large dog. A bear skin A fire truck. So my dad, in his brilliance as a kid, named his Dalmatian Fire. But then when at night when he would go to try to find if, if fire got out, sure. he would run around the neighborhood screaming, Yelling, fire, fire. fire. <laughs> and people got so angry that someone finally killed the dog. <laughs> Well, this took a dark turn. In the 
Facts. Slam. Who killed the it dog? It was the 50s. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Can Serial we just get, season two. Can I'll we get E-Train on the phone to have him what? explain it? Wait, wait. What does yeah. the 50s have to do? Oh, it was just a normal thing back then. You just... Wait, wait, everybody you, no, killed actually, them. it's not. I have another story. We're just going to keep going. Wait My a minute. Wait a minute. Lisa, I mean, this is too much. No, no, no. You just stay Hold with on. Me. This is not... They just, was it just he walked out in the front yard and there's just an arrow yeah. through the dog and it's no. like, sorry. Well, well, the dog like never came back and I, the neighbors were so mad about it that I think my dad assumed that they somebody How many times the did the dog get out? I think a lot. I, my dad was a dumb little I, kid. I, but, but I love how you Sorry, associate. Dad. I, 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 I love it. My dad was a dumb little kid. I mean, you know, like, you know. <laughs> a year-end clip. This yeah, is yeah. Mark that right yeah, there. Dad, that. I really love and respect you. I, 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 I love how you, how you immediately associate the 50s. with. It's like, oh, you know, wholesome family values, but there are some issues with gender roles, you know, the rise of uh, commercialism in the United States, the killing of neighbors' dogs. You don't like their names. It was the decade. The decade. That was. But yeah. I'm going to actually disprove myself by this next story, which is my friend Lisa. She worked at like an alternative high school, like an hour oh, outside, of Portland, outside have, of Portland. You have you have gone off the rails. <laughs> Listen, this is going to get better. And and Lisa oh. is like a dog lover. She loves dogs. And she's getting out of her car really early. It's like 7 a.m. Get, get into her classroom, and she's getting out of the car. And all of a sudden, she sees this woman in her front yard with a handgun point blank shoots a dog lord yes and lisa's freaking out she runs in she's like a dog was just shot like point blank should we call the police and the kids are like oh no yeah the people do that out here wow. like if a dog if a dog is on your property in malala oregon you can point blank shoot it dead oh my so can it's I, can not I just you, the 50s can i ask you a quick question though what? Was, what was your was that neighbor the quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons at the time? <laughs> what about your slice? Was that the whole Michael slice? Yeah. So the slice uh, was that the slice that there was a dog named Bear that they thought was a bear? Yep. No oh, joy. Yeah. That can't be <laughs> the that, slice. That was the resolution. Was. Joy. The title, the title says Bear prompting nine one one call turns out to be a dog named Bear, and I was like, love it. That was the whole slice. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But you actually, are amazing. no, it's not the whole slice. I, I love forgot. you. Oh, there's more. <laughs> you are so at funny. The very, at the very end, it says, um, um, <laughs> on the other hand, just because an animal is a household pet doesn't mean it's not dangerous. Uh, earlier this week, an that- Oregon family had to call nine one one after their twenty two pound cat. And then, in quotes, went over the edge and trapped the entire family in a bedroom. And that wait a was, I wish that would have been my Wait a size. minute. Actually, I remember. When was this story yeah. written? Oh, come on. Why do you guys have to ask these I'm questions? I'm just curious. 2011. Oh, 3 14, 14. Yeah. I wrote about the cat story on relevantmagazine.com <laughs> yeah. for a slice because the cat story. I trust the Twitter people will send me insane. relevant content. I don't Joy. check updates. Joy. What a slice that was. You know, oh, that was hey like, you guys. You We've been on a straw journey. There, Joy. Yeah. Your yeah. audience, consider yourselves informed. <laughs> As you can see, I need us the best. Joy's dad is a dumb little kid. <laughs> dad, I'm really sorry. Poor oh, yeah, what did we learn from that slice? Joy's dad's kind of I can't back that up one time my dad as a little kid poured hot wax all over his hand he and his friend um to make it look like they had been bur- badly burned and then they went and stood out on the freeway like going ah, like that and like cars were like slamming on their brakes and then they got in big trouble for that so that's what i mean by like yeah it sounds like actually Jesse totally normal kid. totally normal <laughs> stuff. you know i used to i used to I, the old pretend you're a burn victim prank classic classic prank yeah. all right what do you have tyler <laughs> Just to recap there, Tyler, Tyler, (laughs) they thought the dog was a bear, but it was a dog named Bear. Yeah, I I feel like I need to go back back to the internet and see what else I can find. All I have oh, is some, those Canadians. All I have is some dumb study. Yeah, barely Ooh. even. Yeah, matter. Who even cares? Stuff. Ugh. Science. You don't have any more just local news of interest. 
Okay. My, my dog beat is really honestly <laughs> not. Like, I'm not up. I'm not hey, up on it. We don't do dog beat. Hey, look, here's the deal. No, you, I will, you guys pitch your slice ideas, and some of them I will approve because they're actually legitimately good slices. Mm -hmm. And some of them, like yours today, I will approve because I know that the lions are just going to tear you apart. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that snake. I so, thought you thought it was good. Take that News into reporting. your sabbatical, Joy. <laughs> He's like, this is from March. <laughs> <laughs> I, now she the, wasn't planning on going on a sabbatical until she joined this podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We, we ruined her. We broke joy. We drained you. Oh, well, this, gonna be sitting in a rocker for a while. This this study was spurred by by an interesting question. I'd be interested in you guys' thoughts on this. Uh, little little kid movies like say Bambi that feature a, a prominent death, a death of a prominent character in them that are we would consider pretty traumatic. Are those traumatic because you saw them when you were young and you were much more sensitive? <laughs> Or are they just traumatic in general? And uh, it, whenever you well, see them, it would be very affecting for you. Well, my sweet daughter, it's funny that you say this, Sweet Eve, we did no screen time before two. Our kids never saw a screen. And okay. the first little movie that we sat down and watched together, Eve had just done, I forget what it was. It was like, okay, we're going to watch a movie. So I sit down. It's like after bedtime, we put her sister to sleep. It's like a thing. I've got a little bit of popcorn curled up, sweet little thing. And we turn on Dumbo. And I had your monster in That's forever. The yeah. first one you're a monster. Eve, to? You're, a still, you're not a good father. Eve, every once in a while, will still just be walking and get kind of quiet and look at me and goes, <laughs> "Dumbo's mom was sad." Like, <laughs> oh yeah. man, there was my, Dumbo's mom actually really struggled with, I guess, infertility issues, and then all of a sudden adopted Dumbo, and it was this whole thing. It's just like she's just like. Phew. Dumbo's mom was sad. So yes, I think it affects wow. kids. Yeah, I, that was a, yeah. I'm a terrible parent. It's an that's an affecting movie. That's one of the ones yeah, that, that really sticks with you as a awful. very grim. Yeah, yeah. I really, wrecked, really dark I scene. my sweet sunshine over it. <laughs> are you guys? Some of you guys have kids. Has that yes. been your experience that showing them movies? Are you surprised sometimes by how traumatic they are going back and seeing them again for the first time in a few years? I'm just surprised at what they can miss. Like I, I I'm always surprised and relieved. Like Frozen. My kids are totally like, oh, mom and dad go out on a sailing ship yeah. for the day. Like, it totally <laughs> yeah. did not connect with them that their parents died, died on a boat. Oh. Like, they just totally were like, and then do you want to build a snowman? And that, like, just didn't even, you know, Sorry Aaron and I are both. who hasn't seen Frozen, the parents. Yeah. Did. Yeah. 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 I, I have not. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, or they just go away for the day. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. They just go sailing. It's well, fine. Well, that yeah. was the question that, that, this, uh, that this study posed, uh, a study out of, uh, out of Ottawa, evidently. Um, a lot and, of Canadian, yeah, a lot, a lot of Canadian slices today. You guys are doing the good work up there. And and this, <laughs> what the study did is compare over the past. It was a dog named. <laughs> There's a dog named <laughs> Dumbo. Would you say you guys? Crazy. The, What's the, crazy? the journal, the journalists of Canada who are they've had an insane 2014. <laughs> <laughs> Localhuntingnews.com. <laughs> they they compared the uh, top 45 grossing PG and, and G rated and PG rated movies of the past five years, 45 out of each year, with, uh, with the top g more adult-rated fair, PG-13 and R-rated movies. Hello. And found that, yeah, well, you know. You got it. I'm not sure which movies they, they are, and I don't uh, care to ask. I feel you, dog. But the researchers... <laughs> 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 I did not foresee I feel you, dog. Being on the His nickname is now Bear. Just yeah. make it weird. <laughs> but the researchers found that important characters in kids' movies are three times more likely to not make it through the entire movie <sighs> than... Than important characters in in PG thirteen and R rated movies. Yeah, there's obviously more likely to be mass deaths and more in 
PG-13 and R-rated movies, like nameless characters, but almost everybody with a name will make it through, whereas in kids' Wild. movies, it's anybody's guess, which you can I kind of, when you think about attachment. it, you're like, obviously parents in Disney movies are kind of famous. Disney movies not are dark. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, I've, yeah. I'm super, Cohen's five, I'm super protective of what I uh, have allowed him to see, because like the, all of the Disney movies are like spiritually dark. There's always occultish mm-hmm. things, and and I just Scar. don't, I just don't want him to be. And then there's absolute like villain. I just like I don't like dark stuff, and I just don't want Cohen to expose that either. I mean, like I remember the 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 death stuff. Like I was, my mom took me to see Bambi in the theater. Like oh, was reissued oh, when oh, I was two, two. Okay, mm-hmm. so we're in the theater, and all of a sudden, off screen, you hear the gunshot. I scream as a two year old. They just killed Bambi's mommy. Oh. All the other children turn to their parents. What? And they start wailing and crying. The entire theater no. starts crying. I mean, like, it's like, this is horrible for children. Were you children. holding on to your little Cameron doll? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was sitting there. It was just me and him. Um, yeah. It's like, so I'm like, I'm super wary of letting Cohen, you know, and even like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, there's always like violence yeah. and fights and kids just latch onto that stuff like really early. Well, and one thing we always talk about, you know, my son Henry is super into kind of the superhero narrative. They almost always, so many of the superhero narratives involve the death of one or both parents. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it, it, he he picks up on that a little bit like, and you know, we, we joke about it like, yeah, you're never going to be a superhero because look, you got two parents. We're, you know, just here alive. You <laughs> you're know, not traumatized. Yeah. But he like, does oh, it. Nice there's ways around that. There's some shortcuts you can take there, but yeah, I see, towns I mean, in Oregon I see where you're, you're coming from. <laughs> uh, but, but to your point, actually in kids' movies, if you're a parent, you're five times more likely to die than in, in, than in any other kind of movie and movies that we That's probably so watch weird. now. And, well, it's and, like the absence of the parents, the child character has to then it overcome, creates, uh, right? Yeah, so, it, right. It but if the parents are there putting them to bed but at if, 8 o'clock, they don't have the grand adventure, I guess. I but don't I know. feel like there's there would be a better way to create that tension and a narrative without the extreme of death. Like, there's things that kids would, like... Like they go on a sabbatical for four months or something? Well, like, my kids would, would react to other things that are sad that would be able to set up the, like, all right, now the kid has to be a hero outside of the parents dying. Right, like they're just and maybe more relatable for a lot of kids. That's why I think like Pixar movies, Pixar movies don't do that. Toy Story, Cars, they they're able to do that wonderful Mm -hmm. thing without violence, magic, and death, like Disney films do. But I also wonder if because a lot of the Disney films are based off of old older yeah. stories yeah, they're fairy tales. which but but that i feel like that was a, i feel like now Hansel we are and Gretel so is, yeah is terrifying so weird. Yeah. totally terrifying it's, yeah it's We're still not, a big deal but the villain does uh, abduct children and cook them alive in an oven yeah. so we got that plot <laughs> where are we gonna go from there <laughs> but i feel like we're with this for the kind of the first time in history we're a culture that doesn't want to talk about death or we're not comfortable with it so i think past storytelling stuff i mean people just that was like a part of part of life it was much more prevalent yeah, yeah. in their day-to-day and life. to talk about it. it wasn't like this thing we wanted to ignore was going to happen and if you notice too a lot of those old stories like there's no moms because the moms were dying in childbirth yeah. half the time and you know it's just the dad raising the child like You're I wonder right. if it's traumatic. It's traumatic huh. because we're scared of death now. Whereas when people would hear, like people were, we just try to avoid it. Well, well, and no, two, I think people are scared. Well, in the fifties, but, but welcome death with open arms <laughs> any day. In the fifties, yeah. you could do anything. The better, frankly. But, but two, I mean, we're detached from death. But most people don't see. You know, like we have hospitals now. We have funeral homes. We don't bury family members ourselves. We don't. Most of us didn't grow up on farms, or we saw animals die. You know, we are probably. We're, we're becoming more and more detached totally. from death. Yeah. Where it just yeah. becomes uh, more uh, of a That's existential. What I'm saying. It's 
initial idea. It's more, but it's so it's more of a sh- something that could be traumatic yeah. as okay. opposed to going. This is just a normal part of life that we right. will die. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like our girl. Sim- so, yeah. so the best way to do to communicate that for children is to execute the mother deer on screen. <laughs> yeah. Right. On screen. Yeah. They. Yeah, you know. Kind of. You know this two year old. He's a little detached from the idea of his mother being murdered in front of him. <laughs> I think we need soften him to the idea. I think we need to go ahead and graph. You know, we'll keep it off screen. We'll just hear the gunshot and the cries. So, I mean, we're, we're, can we get a little Cameron in the theater? Well, to, to that point, there was actually another part of the study that I thought was maybe even more interesting is that uh, almost none, only one of the movies of the children's movies that they looked at actually dealt with the death of a parent in a in a realistic way, examine the psychological impact hmm. of what that death would actually be. None of the other ones that yeah, is that, are there any guesses? What, who framed Roger Rabbit? It's a it's a G rated movie from the from the nineties. It was it, um, cartoon or real? It's cartoon. It's a Disney it's psychological a Disney oh. death of a parent from the nineties. Not Aladdin. Was it was not, it Lion King? It was Lion King. Yeah. They go through actually. Actually, it was a very important part of yeah. there of the Disney of the script writers to deal with each stage yeah. of the grieving process. And, and, and their, their the answer through. was just a kunwatata. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, get over it. Just don't worry about it. <laughs> first you run away. First you run away. Then you eat bugs. Then you sing the Elton John song. Yeah. Then you see a hallucination. Everything's okay. Yeah. And then you become fine. king. Yeah. Those, yeah. I think don't, those don't are worry. You'll get visited by a ghost parent. It's not a big deal. Inspire you. Just a kunwatata in the meantime. Yeah. <laughs> Just be cool about it. Yeah. Swallow your feelings and cry. <laughs> we'll be fine. Swallow your feelings. Hey, um, never talk say- about this to anyone. <laughs> yeah. Because your ghost dad will visit you and inspire you one day. <laughs> <laughs> Script written. All right. Hakuna does the study talk Broadway, about. Broadway, here we come. <laughs> does the study talk at all about kids that have to deal with the perils of like AMDR or being a- afraid ASMR. of. ASMR. Yeah. SDR. And scoliosis. Well, breaks. I mean, that's definitely. Definitely more PG thirteen or yeah. R rated fair. I don't know if it's we need not. to. It's not sexual. That's <laughs> what I feel like we're missing. It's yeah. like, there's a scene in Cars where he's yeah. making a left turn. Yeah, <laughs> Lucy. Lucy actually, I'm nervous because Lucy fell asleep in her car seat on the way home from Costco oh, yesterday. Got it. I thought it. she was fine. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. the no, we I, missed. They it. can diagnose that pretty early. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she has definitely got <laughs> ASMR. A couple videos you gotta watch. <laughs> ASMR. We are praying for you, Joy, and your disease. Your Crippling. Just, I tell you, there will be so many people that will come forward on Twitter if you have. Yes, uh, relaxing forward, noises make me feel relaxed uh, I really, too. Yeah. Well, I can't different. wait to read that. Oh, Joy, so ASM, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> ABCD. Is there a group <laughs> or something? Is there like a group you could join online? Yeah, like they're a, all there. They, yeah, mm. <laughs> truly, it's people use the videos like if they have insomnia too. Like it helps them go to sleep. What? Well, listening God, to relaxing noises to go to sleep but is kind of a thing. But some people don't. <laughs> That's like nothing. Some people it does. There's a lot of people that it does nothing for. There's an industry making white this, noise. You either yeah. have it or you don't. Right. Did I, did that's, I mention that's that? That's what I'm about this. This that's one of the distinctions. What, here's what we know. <laughs> some here's pe- how you can figure it out. Some people relax to relaxing sounds. So, so, well, yeah, what we do know is some people have this, but the, more, more fascinatingly. <laughs> Most some, people, uh, some people don't. Right. <laughs> it's a, it is a mystery. You don't, you don't want to go any further than that. Trust me. Trust me. I'm a professional. Yeah. I know how to diagnose myself. All Thank right, you. that'll do it for slices. Uh, stay tuned. Up next, feedback. Yes.
You're listening to The Lone Bellow. The, uh, the song is Then Came the Morning. It's a great I'll call jam. them The Lone Bellow. Never, for never heard of them. Everybody did. Lone Bellow great. coming out with a new album. Very excited. This month. Uh, and they have uh, a new producer um, from the, the National. National. Yeah, hair does. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. We heard some. Uh, I we saw them uh, perform a, a small gig up in New York. I don't know, a couple months ago, and they performed some of the new stuff. It's unreal. It's really good. They may be featured in an upcoming issue mm. of a certain pop culture and faith magazine. That, Charisma. That, yeah. <laughs> That's good. All right. So your feedback. Last week, uh, we didn't ask you anything because we didn't have a show. Yeah, we had Christmas last so week. So a couple weeks ago, you guys told us your favorite you know, feedback from or, or moments from last year. And now we're in a new year. It's time for the very first editorial question of the week of 2015. New studio, uh, uh, new logo, new everything. Same jingle. We're just keeping that. Oh, uh, yeah. Great. Yeah, the editorial nice. question Dude, of the week jingle. You don't mess with that. Hey, hey, I wasn't saying it shouldn't. I'm There's just some saying. some sacred cows. That, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. That sometimes you think are a dog, but no, they're still a cow. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> the dog was just named <laughs> Sacred Cow. cow right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. That's the crazy part. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> when you don't know what's going on. Stop the presses. We need to get this on the internet now. Hold on a tick. Call Huffington Post. Are they on the line? Is Ariana Huffington on the line? Get Joy. Out of Obama weighed in on the cow dog fiasco. <laughs> yeah. It's blew my mind. <laughs> so the question could be, what do you? Why did you name your pet? No. Yeah. Uh, so it's two weeks after Christmas, and we've all, uh, you know, we all got stuff given to us, uh, and and we want to know what is the worst Christmas present you received this year. That's it. That's what we want this to know this the week. And tag Christmas the person who gave you <laughs> in that response. Is it this year or ever? Strangest. Okay, we could broaden it to ever. Sure. Oh yeah. Because if oh, I maybe you have a picture of it, if you kept it, I once got a doll that looked like me. Oh, we know. Yeah. Little camera Christmas yeah. gift. Oh. Yeah. Still sleeps with it every night. I, I didn't it. mean to give it to you. I was just going to give it to myself. <laughs> myself. Yeah, my best friend. <laughs> I wanted it. He sits at a little <laughs> desk. <laughs> his little magazine. It was in the era of the uh, what my, do you think, my little buddy camera? era. Oh. And, uh, it was a handmade version but of my they buddy. It's terrifying. It. Yeah. They couldn't afford the real my buddy. And then someone took you on a trip to Europe. What? what in God's name? <laughs> that was a, that was a comment. <laughs> was it taken? Oh, it took me a second. Oh, took me a second, oh, me a second oh. but I got it. Yeah, okay. I had to. It was too fast Come for me, with Joy. Your little dolly. Yeah, it wasn't. You know, it was just so deep that you guys. Yeah, what's the worst, so what's, what's what's the worst Christmas present you ever got? Do you guys have anything? Well, I I, my, I was <laughs> my cousin when we were kids. Like our grandparents used to get us like one big gift that we'd ask for, and he really wanted a keyboard, like a musical keyboard. Now, Christmas we didn't think Eve. you meant a computer keyboard. Yeah. I just, just, just for clarity's sake, okay. just a desktop the one really keyboard. big no monitor. No monitor. <laughs> hey, he was just really into touch typing. He wore his out. Uh, those fake video games that are really just trick you into typing so the race car goes faster. Those things were lame. Um, touch Wait, is there, is there a? Is there a uh, another type of typing besides touch typing? I, I did wonder the same thing. Because that hey, sounded well, really ga- technical. The game, the game was called touch typing for beginners. No big deal. I was pretty into it. <laughs> <laughs> Until I realized this is just tricking me. This is not a racing game. In, like I'm not hitting a gas pedal. I'm you know I, I'm tight. I'm learning the home keys here. They, they totally bait and switch. Anyway. My cousin didn't want that kind of keyboard. He wanted like a musical keyboard. So he asked my grandparents, like, this is all I want. This is like my big thing. 
They show up for <laughs> show up for Christmas Eve. Every I think every all the other grandkids asked for starter jackets that year. Cool. And we're like, we're like, oh, Tyler, yeah. man, yeah, are you yeah, sure yeah. you don't want to go sure. starter jacket? Man? <laughs> <laughs> like everyone's got one. You got to get one. He's yeah. like, no, dude, I want I want the keyboard bad. So show up. All our boxes are wrapped in there. We know that the starter jackets are in there, and he's got one that is the uh, long and thin. Clearly, it's a keyboard. And my grandpa, my grandparents are going, uh, you know, hey. Tell her we, we you know we, we don't want you to be disappointed. And he's like ha ha ha. He's sitting there and he's probably like eleven. He's sitting there on the couch with the wrapped box on no, his lap, no. acting like he's oh. playing a keyboard. <laughs> like, I can't wait to open this. And they're like, no, Tyler, seriously, we don't want you to be disappointed. Like it's not a keyboard. He's like, okay. <laughs> and he's like playing and he said talking about he's gonna play everyone's song. I he opens swear it. on your dead dog's life. He, he opens it. It's not a, he opens it. It's a soccer net. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, bummer. <laughs> the look on his do? face was just like so deflated. We're all like zipping up the starter jackets, like, man, check this out, man. Or Charlotte Hornets. Sorry about the soccer bat. <laughs> bummer. <laughs> that poor guy. I get some weird gifts from readers sometimes. Oh. Wow. Um, I got a package that contained uh, two things from a reader I had never met. Um, a a handmade pot holder, which was wonderful, and I totally use it. Totally great. And like a, the kind you weave on those. No, <laughs> but like maybe, maybe a crochet okay, kind okay. of thing. And um, a deodorant that was uh, like um, like a perfume brand. Like, a, <laughs> like, like, like I was like I obsession. Have you, or a deodorant. Five deodorant. A perfume deodorant that seemed to me like the kind you would get. Like if you bought the perfume, it would come with like a free little deodorant. But it was just the deodorant. And the pot holder. Yeah, right. wow. What do you do? That? You need, I mean, you need yeah, to like, When I met you, I was stinky. Like, yeah, what are we? Yeah. What's happening right I mean, now? You gotta have. Yeah. You, you have to buy yeah. deodorant sooner or later. Yeah, it and, and it was fancy. Weird. Smelled yeah. so delicious. If anybody wants to send me some deodorant, too. by the way, I, I'm running a little low. The, so let me just say these 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 leather jackets aren't known for their ventilation. So, if you know one thing about heavy black leather jackets in Florida, it's <laughs> well, if you want to chime in, you can hit us up on Twitter at Relevant Podcast, or you can post in the comments on the podcast episode page at relevantmagazine.com. Well, guys, we did it. Wow. We did it. This feels good. It wasn't as painful Nobody as I died. thought it would be. No, I think it was nice. It's nice being in a room with everybody. It's yeah. just going to spoil me. Next week, all my friends are on TV again. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's true. Well, on that note, we'll wrap it up. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Tyler Huckabee. I'm Chad Michael Snavely. I'm Jesse Carey. I'm a I'm a bear, but I'm also like a dog. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's dog the confusing part of it. Yeah. <laughs> bear the dog. I'm Shauna Nequist. I'm Joy Egridge. And we, except for her, we'll see you guys Aww. next week. No. We're gonna miss you, Joy. R.I.P. Joy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> ASMR R.I.P. Forever in our hearts. Come on. Oh, well. yeah. Let's go turn on the What's turns. a life expectancy <laughs> for ASMR <laughs> sufferers? <laughs> for listening to The Relevant Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Relevant Podcast and get bonus material from this episode at the podcast section at relevantmagazine.com. 
And don't forget to check out the magazine. It's available on newsstands and at the iTunes App Store, or you can subscribe online at relevantmagazine.com slash subscribe. Never talk about this to anyone because your ghost dad will visit you and inspire you one day. <laughs> Script written.